welcome to the Friday edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Rinpak as we break down the Friday seven-game NBA DFS slate. Well, late swap comes through again. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., my dear God. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks we got before lock, which ended up being fantastic. Just about all of the guys that I had a bunch of uh, outside of like a little bit of Trey Burke, but got off of a lot of him because Kevin Porter Jr., was a thing that I wanted in my life. Uh, I saw that he just went to the locker room, came back, got a couple assists. He's going to smash this slate. But also, I played some of those low-owned Timberwolves thinking they were going to get blown out. Little did I know the Pelicans weren't even going to play basketball today. Uh, Rimpak, how's your night going? Uh, talk to me a little bit about how you're doing. I have no idea how I'm doing. It's all <laughs> going to come down to this late-night hammer. Uh, we, we shall see what ends up happening. I have a uh, quite a bit about Kevin Porter Jr., quite a bit of all the depot, uh, a lot of rockets end up coming through. Uh, we'll see how they end up performing uh, in the slate night hammer. Yeah, I wish I trusted the Tony Bradley thing a little bit more. I got to like 20%. Uh, FanDuel, I'm not even going to look at anymore because Tobias Harris was trash. Uh, but DK, there could be some fun stuff going on. Uh, yeah, for you, you, how do you ever know how you're doing? You're playing four, four <laughs> sites, you're, you're bouncing around, you're everywhere, my dude. Yeah, the, going back to the Tony Bradley thing, he ended up being my highest owned player on DK. So a lot of late swapping in that situation just because of the opportunity costs. And like, I thought there was a a path for him to play extra minutes with um, Philly being on the front end of a back to back. So that's the move that I chose as Bradley. Hopefully it'll pay off, but Tobias Harris was really disappointing over there as uh, the Sixers blew out the Bulls. What a trap. What a trap price. God. You know, sometimes I, I get mad about these misprices, but also game theorists, like, they just absolutely got there on that one. Uh, I, I like to pride myself and think that I'm one, but man, did I eat that chalk and that was not pretty. Uh, but Tony Bradley, thanks for the DM. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, congratulations on your on your victorious night. Uh, guys, let's get started. Before we do, get down to that bottom bar. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Big time hit the subscribe button. That goes a long way for us. And hit that notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo is going live uh let's go to that top end of point guard over on FanDuel I'm going to start there today because I'm feeling extra frisky and uh Russell Westbrook 10,100 up against Philly I saw earlier in the day that Bradley Beal is going to be questionable with some kind of a knee injury I don't know anything about it I just know that he's questionable so Russell Westbrook not that he would be a bad player already at 10-1 uh I believe Ben Simmons will continue to be out so he won't be able to to guard Russell Westbrook that makes me pretty excited to jam him in a bunch uh John Wall Houston's on a back-to-back they ended up sitting him today. He kind of popped up questionable. Uh, maybe had a little too much fun over the All-Star break. I don't really know. Uh, it made no sense that we got that news so late, but we did. And John Wall, 8,500 on FanDuel. Wouldn't mind getting to a little bit. John Morant, 8,300. We're starting to see a little bit of uh, a little bit of pop from him. He had a double-double with assists last time out. Two games prior to that before the All-Star break, 48.755 over on FanDuel. And then DeJounte Murray. We're going to see that price start to come down because he's just way overpriced for all of these Spurs being back. I know Aldridge is going to be up. That doesn't really matter to me. All the guards are back. Talk to me about uh, point guard. Yeah, Westbrook, Murray, Wall, Morant. All those guys are uh, great options. Uh, Russell Westbrook, 10-1, I think is definitely something you should be targeting if Bradley Beal does not play. DeJounte Murray, there is no DeMar DeRozan tomorrow, so I think you're going to have to consider DeMar, uh, DeJounte Murray at $8,200, even though it's an elevated price. Like, I do expect him to get uh, quite a bit of usage and um, kind of run the show for the Spurs. If John Wall goes against Utah, uh, I'll have some interest just because 
the guy shot attempts are up there. And if Oladipo, for some reason, doesn't play the back end of the back-to-back, I think Wall is going to have to run the show. And same with Grant. And it's nice to see him get that pop back in his step. Uh, very impressive performance against Washington the other night. Very efficient as well. Uh, other guys in the mid-tier, uh, Derek White, 5,400, was very disappointing last time. I like that he played 27 minutes. There's room for him to play more with no uh, DeMar tomorrow. So I, I think going back to Derek White after he disappointed everyone, is something that we should be definitely considering. Probably one of my favorite mid-tier options on the overall slate. Over there in DK, obviously, there's LeBron, there's uh, Russ um, on both of them. Uh, if Bradley Beal goes, I think I'm going to prefer Westbrook to LeBron. They're going to be very close for me. I, hopefully there's enough value to find a way to uh, roster both of them. We shall see if that opens up to Shante Murray, 7,500. I think we can definitely consider that with the uh, Spurs lineup implications. John Wall, 8,100. I think that's something we can definitely consider if uh, all systems go for him. He was playing a ton of minutes, and like I said, the shot volume was definitely there before the All-Star break. And uh, some spend-down options. Derek White over there, $4,900. Definitely standing out to me for sure over there. I like them all. I'm I'm kind of looking down here a little bit further, seeing if there's like anything that really pops off. Uh, Kobe White, uh, we just saw them get absolutely annihilated. This Miami team is not going to be a spot that you're really going to want to target too much, but I know that there's a scoring upside. Uh, only ended up playing 24 minutes tonight, so I'd expect that to be popping up a little bit. Shake Milton now got his price increase to 5,800, so I don't think we're going to see as much ownership going that direction, I can tell you that much. Uh, he'll still be owned, though, because there is definitely some opportunity. Is there any Anybody, uh, I guess I'm just looking over at FanDuel still right over here. Uh, is there anybody down there a little bit cheaper? I mean, if, if John Wall continues to be out, Sterling Brown is still going to be 3,600. There hasn't been any, uh, there hasn't been any adjustment to that news. I think Houston would be another source of value, uh, especially like we know that Utah is a tough defensive matchup, but like they're they're like straddling the eight player line uh, if those guys continue to be out tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's something. Um... Uh, you can definitely consider Sterling Brown. I think, I don't know how well he's doing today, but at that price tag. Oh, he's uh, you can absolute garbage him. right now. Absolute garbage so far. I know that because I have some. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about here on the on the bottom end then? No, let's hop on over to the shooting guard. All right, shooting guard over on DraftKings. Bradley Beal, the aforementioned 9,700 up against Philly. Uh, we'll see if he ends up going. Zach Levine, uh, I was going through some random NBA stats because, again, why wouldn't you do that uh, all the time? Uh, I was looking at true shooting numbers, and I, I saw random things. Top 10 right now, Zach Levine. For a volume score, that's very impressive to see him shooting as well as what he is. Better true shooting percentage than Steph Curry. And then some of these other guys that we think of as, like, great, great shooters uh, because they are, but, like, that's that's just a guy that I'm going to continue to be chasing some upside with in some spots, as long as he's low-owned. Uh, but against Miami, uh, we'll, we'll kind of see how that pans out. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is 8,800. Uh, this will be our first look at him after the All-Star break. Uh, we've got, you know, 55-point upside that he showed up against Philadelphia in that tough matchup. Houston has no answer for him whatsoever. I mean, he'll be able to score as much as he wants. Like, Oladipo's a capable defender, but we'll see if he even plays on the second half of this back-to-back. Speaking of Oladipo, uh, my highest-owned player uh, in a lot of spots over here, uh, him and uh, Kevin Porter Jr., my, my two highest, should I say. Uh, we'll see how how tonight pans out and if he ends up playing on this back-to-back. But Houston can't compete with Utah. This line is going to be absolutely absurd. I'm not sure what it is. I'm probably going to get on the the Utah side of it no matter what. But 8,300 Oladipo, still maybe some DFS interest if he plays. Uh, talk to me about the top end of shooting guard. 
Yeah, over there. Uh, Bill Gills, I'll have interest. Uh, I do th- believe he put up 60 real life points against this Philadelphia team earlier in the yes, year. He did. That was with the uh, all systems go Philadelphia team. This time it's a much depleted team on a back to back. So I'll have interest uh, if he plays for sure. Levine, 9,400 versus Miami. Uh, yeah, you're going to like Levine just because we know what the shot volume is looking like and the upside is definitely there uh, for him to really put on a performance. But at that price tag, I think saving to Mitchell makes a lot more sense, 8200 against a Houston team that's been very disappointing over the past, I don't know, ever since Christian Wood got hurt. So that's something that we can target. We saw what this Minnesota team did to the Pelicans defense. Colin Sexton's an elevated 7800 price tag will be unique, but I think something that we can definitely consider. Spending down, there's still no uh, DeMar over there in San Antonio. Patty Mills might uh, be an option at 3900 uh, he played 29 minutes last time. Uh, maybe he plays around those same minutes again. I think he's definitely, uh, you can definitely consider him. Dwayne Bacon showed out today. This is a guy who I really don't enjoy rostering, but the way the uh, injury situation sh- uh, shaped out in Orlando, I had to consider him today. He played well today, put up 26 fantasy points. He's the min on FanDuel. Devin Vassell might crack the rotation with no uh, DeMar, so that's another spend down option over there. Over there in DK, obviously Beal 9-7, Levine 9-6. Uh, both are fine options. Uh, obviously, you know what they can do. Uh, spinning down, you you got Vassell, White, and Mills uh, as some Spurs um, options continue. Kevin Porter has come back and showed out. Uh, if he continues to ball out, he's, up, I think, already up to 20 fantasy points in the first half. I think uh, he'll be very popular tomorrow. Maybe we hop off if, uh, if John Wall comes back, but uh, someone who's going to be quite popular at that price tag, in my opinion. Uh, so we can definitely consider that. And damn, Terrence Ross is 7,200. What a world. Uh, and I can monitor his situation. If he's in, you can get a low on 7-2 Terrence Ross if that excites you by any means. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. I He's probably earned it. A guy who's not just shooting-based in a lot of ways, like getting – enough rebounds really it's just a minutes thing the guy as long as he's on the floor he's going to be able to score it put it in the bucket but he's had a number of games where he's at least put up helping stats I can remember multiple times last year where I was like is this guy going to do anything besides put it in the bucket um but yeah yeah 7200 I can't imagine anybody's going to go that direction so have at everyone uh Michael Carter Williams 6300 no thanks over on DraftKings even though Uh, He has expressed an upside in multiple games leading up to this uh, Dallas and Atlanta. I I don't know what he ended up with today. I know he was going to be popular on FanDuel, but he he definitely didn't eclipse 30. Uh, Anybody else down here that you're really looking at? I mean, we're going to get Grayson Allen back, so that probably nixes a lot of that Memphis shooting guard value that we played on a two-gamer, given this is seven games a little bit different from two days ago. But uh, anybody else that you're kind of looking at? Maybe Korkmaz, if you were to like sneak in the starting lineup, because Philly is playing Washington. That's probably got to be the best spot on the slate no yeah definitely i think uh, instead of going to court i feel taking some shots like spending up to a guy like Derek white i feel more confident with than okay. uh going to a guy like court i know he can definitely get there as a shooting upside very shooting dependent in my opinion and someone who you really need him to be shooting lights out from three to help you get to there. Okay, I'm just throwing out ideas. You know, this is just the first look, just letting it be known. Uh, we'll get ourselves over to small forward. But first, uh, guys, we've got something going for all the new users out there. If you guys are a new user to Osmo.com, you can get 50% off a week of Osmo Plus Platinum. 
Uh, all you have to do is use the promo code SHAMROCK. SHAMROCK is in March, as in leprechauns, as in all the lovely things about St. Patrick's Day coming up this weekend. But get over to Osmo.com. We have NBA, that's NHL, that's for everything. NHL, PGA, which just got going. We'll have some showdown stuff coming out for that from some of the golf guys. Uh, NHL, again, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, loving that product. I'm sad the prize pools are back down because I was I was really enjoying that over break. Uh, probably maybe get into a little bit of that this weekend. There's a, there's a nice 10-gamer on Saturday. I might have been looking ahead. Look at all of the stuff that we have to offer over there, specifically our NBA product, which is second to none. Uh, I absolutely cannot tell you enough uh, how much I'm using the boom bust tool, all of the stuff on fantasy cruncher. So get over there, take advantage. Now code shamrock, uh, just stop guessing and start winning, uh, to the top end of small forward over on DraftKings, LeBron James is 10, four. He's got a Q tag. That's just permanently glued next to his face. He's just probable. Don't worry about it. Just play him against Indiana. This is not a spot where I'm really going to try to get too cute with it. I, I do really like him as a spend-up option on just a seven-game slate. Over on FanDuel, obviously, he's going to be a little bit more valuable, but it's a question between him and the guy right below him, Jimmy Butler. His price went down. The guy puts up 60. His price went down. I know that this is Chicago, maybe like not the same spot as, as Orlando or whatever, but I can't see any difference between the two. Like Jimmy Butler is out of his mind. He goes from a 1.4 to a 1.5 fantasy point per minute guy with Bam off the floor. I would take either of those in this spot, as long as you're going to be getting 35 plus minutes of that guy. Absolutely love Jimmy Butler in this spot as well. Uh, we skip Simmons, skip to Rosen, who's ruled out. So that's going to be something to take a look at for, for a lot of things. We'll get to Keldon Johnson, some of these other sources of value. Uh, but Brandon Ingram, Huge disappointment. Now going to be going to Cleveland. Uh, man, they just got ran out of the gym today. That was a that was a strange thing. As a so as somebody who self professed uh, their love for the New Orleans Pelicans from a fantasy aspect, and then as an actual Timberwolves fan, I have no idea how all of this crap happened. Carl Anthony Towns still didn't get there, God forbid. But uh, otherwise, it was it was an interesting day. Uh, talk to me about small forward. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, it was just like a whole like DFS reverse fan psychology in there played in for you. And uh, the Pelicans were up like 15 points at the first quarter at one point. So yeah, an absolute, an absolute turnaround. Uh, obviously, Fando, LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, Brandon Ingram, all uh, have great, tremendous upside. Their matchups also work out pretty well. LeBron's price all the way 10-9. We have seen there was one monster game against Portland without Anthony Davis, and he was solid against Phoenix. He's going to have to ride. Um, he's going to have to carry the sh- load on his shoulder. I'm willing to pay up for LeBron tomorrow for sure, even at FanDuel. Uh, Butler, 9 6. Terrence Ross is 5,700 here. If he plays, I think we can definitely consider Terrence Ross a lo- lot more favorable price tag. On FanDuel, we're at the roster too. Keldon Johnson, 5,400. I know it was very popular on the two game slate the other night. Kind of disappointing. He only played 22 minutes. Hopefully, those minutes go back up. Uh, definitely someone we want to consider. Um, Jimmy Butler's on a back-to-back. I will be shocked if he they don't play him against Chicago, his former team, back in Chicago, near his hometown. So, uh, not his hometown, uh, near his uh, where he played college in Marquette. But well, and then he also played there for a long time. Yeah. So I think uh, Jimmy Butler makes for a great option as well. Spending all the way down. Uh, Matisse Thibault showed out today. Obviously, very fluky steals performance, but a five steals. That's why he's uh, going to carry some FanDuel lineups at 3,500 uh, uh, earlier tonight. But Dustin Holiday is going to rack up the minutes, someone we can definitely consider over there. Over there in DK, 
Obviously, the same guys are in play. 10-4, 9-2, for LeBron, Jimmy, and Ingram, respectively. All, I like Ingram at that 8300 price tag going back against Cleveland. When he played 28 minutes today, they're going to need him to really get it going if they want to make any sort of push for the playing game. Someone uh, we should be targeting at that price tag, in my opinion. Kelvin Johnson, 4800 I like going to these Spurs with no DeMar now. Hopefully, uh, they come in a little under, uh, under-owned. Even Devin Vassell, if you were to get some minutes, some uh, someone at the min seems exciting to roster just because it's min and there's some decent amount of studs in the uh, front court that we're going to talk about. Kevin Porter's first half line against the Sacramento Kings. They're down 14, mind you. But uh, Kevin Porter Jr., eight points, five assists, two rebounds, two steals, one block. I'm going to say that he's viable on FanDuel under 5K for sure. Played 14 minutes already. That's what really matters. I'm not just box score watching. I'm just letting you guys know ahead of time that Kevin Porter Jr. is probably going to be the highest owned player on the slate tomorrow. I feel pretty confident in saying that even right now. Not that I have any clue about anything, but 3,200, a dude who's going to play at least 25 minutes tonight. Uh, Maybe he sits out because he did tweak his ankle here uh, at the end of the second or like towards the end of the second quarter as he was just smashing for us. But want to let it be known. That's just kind of the way that that's going to break down. If you were to sit Ben McLemore, again, they're going to be punting this game against Utah. I can't imagine if John Wall isn't right that they're not going to just sit him. Uh, There's really no point in trying to go into Utah and and sneak a game because they are banged up. And if Oladipo sits, there's just so much that needs to be decided with this Houston situation. So I won't theorize too much. I will say, though, Matisse Thibel started today. Uh, As long as Embiid and Simmons are off the floor or whatever, I could, I mean, Matisse Thibel going up against in this spot in against Washington, a guy who can express a steals upside uh, played fantastic today uh, from, from what I saw, like somebody that I I actually like as a, as a player. Uh, He's a great defender, does a lot of like the dirty work for people, Uh, not a scorer by any means, but like can get there in other ways from a fantasy aspect, 3,100 over on FanDuel or sorry, 3,100 on DK over on FanDuel. I'm assuming he's still at the complete men. Yeah. He absolutely is so uh, another spot that you can definitely go to on this slate anybody else to to round out the position uh no i think uh we covered a lot of spots there's gonna be some news that's gonna pop up some teams are in a back-to-back so yeah small four is a spot where value opens up like like it did today and it really uh changes your line of construction in a hurry especially over there on FanDuel. And to whoever said in YouTube chat while I was doing live before lock today, don't play KZ Akpala. I mean, that was just dumb. Like, why would you do such things? I know he started today, but like, I know he's at the min. Played 11 minutes. Uh, do better. We can we can do better than that. Uh, top end of power forward. Also, shout out to Mark K, by the way. 175K. I know you're listening, Mark. Dude, what a what an absolute smash. So great to see that. Uh, happy to happy to see any supporters that we got hitting massive six-figure scores. Who are you, Rinpack? Stop this. Like, what is this crap? Uh, Rinpack, anything to say? No, awesome. Uh, absolutely. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Uh, thrilling, thrilling on um, to hear that. Seeing that comment really made my day. And I know you're, you're living in a high moment. Ride it out. It's a ton of fun. And we're happy to be part of your DFS process. And it was really thrilling to see that comment. Really, really happy for you. Hopefully there's other members who listen to this show that reach you up at the top as well. It can be done. 
Hey, if I can hit a six-figure score, it can happen for anybody. I'm just a, I'm just a no, like a know nothing uh, DFS tout over here. Uh, top in a power forward, uh, Demonis Sabonis, ninety nine hundred. Absolutely love this guy as a basketball player. Lakers are not a great spot, but there's no Anthony Davis there. Uh, we've seen their defensive inefficiencies show up uh, here and there without Anthony Davis in the middle. Also going to be missing Marcus Saul going forward, who's going to continue to be out. I'm curious what the Lakers are going to be doing. We're going to be looking at some Morris action. Uh, maybe some Damian Jones. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could stomach such things like that. But uh, Demonis Sabonis, not the typical Lakers spot it would normally be. I'll definitely have some interest. Zion Williamson, you break my heart, kid. I mean, this was just a this was just a gross game. I'm gonna just call it a one off uh, for these Pelicans and kind of move on because they have been playing better ball of late. Again, as you said, they were leading in the first quarter, then that game just got away from them. So write that off. Uh, we have a lot of red circles next to Anthony Davis, Demar Derozan, Christian Wood. Tobias Harris up to 8300 uh, another 100 or $200 price increase to account for the fact that he wasn't a part of any of the winning lineups today at his massive, massive ownership. Such a sad day for all of us involved, but I'm going right back to the well against Washington. How about you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially uh, with the team that Philadelphia is handed with, I still think he's going to uh, garner the load for them. He would have gotten there for us if uh, Chicago was just not a piss-poor basketball team. So, But they're a piss-poor basketball team. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, it's true. Keep going. Yeah, so, and uh, it's now Washington, and it, I think people might be disappointed with that, and this is where you just take advantage of recency bias and be like, boom, let's, let's ride. So I think Tobias Harris is definitely one of the better plays on the slate. And at that price tag, I'm fine with going there. And I hope he comes in under end because I want to be over the field and on him again. Uh, same price as Brandon Ingram. So hopefully uh, there's going to be some uh, decision points being made there for some people. Hopefully we can uh, be on, on the right side of that. Zion, 9,100 versus Cleveland. Had this huge dunk uh, in the first half, I want to say, against Minnesota off the baseline. Very, very impressive dunk. Against Cleveland, I think we can definitely consider that. It uh, was disappointing today for sure, but it's recency bias, like I just said. Larry Nance is returning. Uh, it was a finger injury, so I think his conditioning should be fine. I'll be shocked if there's some sort of minutes limit. Uh, I think Nance is at 5,400. It's going to be uh, tough to see what um, A.B. Bickerstaff does with this rotation now. Uh, a lot of things can happen in that Cleveland team, uh, but – Hopefully uh, Nance gets a consistent run at 5,400. Uh, I'm willing to take some sh- uh, chances at GPPs for sure uh, with Larry Nance. Over there in FanDuel on the power forward spot, I mean, Aaron Gordon's 5,500, and he played only uh, 14 minutes today. So a um, tight, tight minutes limit for Aaron Gordon. Back to back, there's a good chance he might not even play. So keep in mind with that situation. Uh, Jay Sean Tate started for the uh, Rockets today. P.J. Tucker um, will not be playing for the Rockets until the trade deadline. So he's uh, pretty much played his last game for the Rockets at this moment. Just saw that. So yeah. we can definitely uh, consider Jay Sean Tate at 4,700. I know it's uh, I know it's Utah, but I do think uh, Houston's going to be riding out these young guys now. It's uh, pretty much going to see what they end up doing before the trade deadline and just take advantage of these guys before Christian Wood comes back. So. If you That's played P.J. Tucker even after he was not in the starting lineup, I really don't know what to tell you. You have learned nothing from us, and I apologize because we should have done better as a duo. Wouldn't you agree? 
Yeah, no, after, once he wasn't starting, like, yeah, it was so, tough. And especially Kevin Porter was on the slate. So that was uh, tough to consider that as an option. Where do you think B.J. Tucker ends up? It's a good question. I mean, there's been already talk about Miami. There's been talk about uh, a couple of different spots. There's there's one other major one that I can't remember right now. I mean, Brooklyn makes a lot of sense. But, like, don't they have everybody already? Like, isn't Brooklyn full? Like, they're full. Uh, no, they still have another roster spot available. So well, then PG Tucker's going to Brooklyn. Enjoy. He misses James Harden so much. He's probably the one guy who is just like still texting him under the table, being like, "Look, I'm coming. It's fine." Oh yeah, he's been wanting out long before James Harden was. So I think uh, another spot for him could make sense. He was he was good buddies with Chris Paul, so Phoenix might be an option. They have like uh, 14 power forwards, though, between Sarich, Kaminsky. uh, Who else do they have? They have uh, Nader, who plays three, four. Jay Crowder is a four. Like, good Lord. Even, I think, uh, Philadelphia could be another option for him to go to. I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening. Here's the thing. P.J. Tucker's a good basketball player. Like, it's hard to argue against him being a good... Like, he, he doesn't do anything offensively. He sits in a corner and just, like, lets other people go and do things. And he used to make corner threes. He doesn't even, like, shoot them anymore. But he's a great defender. Like, he's an elite, elite defender. Houston, they had so many of their issues covered by him for years, for, like, two or three years, uh, playing small ball, uh, doing the things that they needed to do for, for Harden to be effective. P.J. Tucker deserves a lot of credit, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. And have you seen that guy's sneaker closet? It's outrageous. He's the the richest man in the world. You would think he was Bezos with that closet. It is outrageous. Uh, Anybody else you want to talk to about Power Forward? I wanted to bring up Markeith Morris, but then I I just kind of kept living my life. Uh, Anybody else you want to talk about? Uh, Rudy Gay, Uh, just because there's um, a shorthanded Spurs team. uh, He played 27 minutes last night. And at 5K, I think he can definitely uh, pay off that price tag. Yeah. And if okay. Kevin Love plays, uh, I'll have a little bit of interest if there's no uh, minutes limit. I just have to give Kevin Love a shout-out. <laughs> Markeith Morris played th- minutes into the 30s the last two. He's sitting at 4,100 run FanDuel. Just a guy that I thought I'd bring up and throw into the world. That's uh, that's your Eric's terrible take for the day. Uh, to the top end of center, we've got Nikola Jokic, uh, 10,900, uh, Denver up against Memphis. Sorry, JFL, this is not a great spot like it was two nights ago for you. Uh, Joker's coming to town, and he's going to do a lot of bad things. Joel Embiid's got that Q Martin next to him, but he's not going to play Is the way that it sounds like. We'll, we'll have to see. I don't, don't quote me on that, but... Sounds like uh, you go and see a barber. It would be weird if Simmons didn't play and he could. I don't know how that works. Unless, like, Simmons was in the chair and then Joel Embiid wasn't. You know, we're not going to even get into that. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, 10-3. A guy that I had a little interest in today. Aaron Aaron Gordon being in helped get down a little bit on it. I still had too much. But uh, somebody that I, I definitely could see smashing up against Potal, against... There's there's no answer for Nikola Vucevic on the San Antonio side of the ball. And then a bunch of uh, power forwards that we discussed uh, between Sabonis and Williamson. But then we got to bring up the guy, Jared Allen, who uh, is actually leading the league. So when I was talking about the true true shooting percentage, because I'm learning new things all the time. True shooting percentage leader in the clubhouse right now, Jared Allen for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Talk to me about center. Center. Uh, you got Nikola Jokic versus Memphis. Uh, Jokic... Uh, has played had played Memphis earlier. No, he hasn't played Memphis this year yet. So uh, Jokic, 11-7. Man, 11-7. One of the most expensive price tags of any player on the FanDuel slate this uh, regular season, I want to say. So 
Um, that's a maybe opening day. James Harden was like close <laughs> mm-hmm. before they realized that he was trying to tank. Yeah, I think he was eleven five the other day, but eleven seven is a ton. Now, if Embiid is full go, I'll have some interest in Embiid. And if for some reason he's questionable and they have no idea he's playing, uh, I'm gonna obviously. What time does that game tip off? It is the first game that tips yeah, off it's tomorrow. Gross. Yep, an eight p.m. Eastern game, so it's a later lock on a Friday. So. Hey, maybe uh, he's if he's going to play, I'm going to have a lot of interest in Embiid. We just saw what Jonas Val- Jonas Valanciunas did to this uh, Washington front court. Put up 65, 67 fantasy points. What's Embiid going to put up? 97 against this Washington team? Give or so, take. Yeah. Vooch, uh, on the other side of things, yeah, he's just doing everything. The shot volume is insane. Uh, this guy just is a lock to take 20 shot attempts. Uh, that's something that's always going to have an interest in me. Rudy Gobert should eat against this Houston front court potentially. I don't expect Justin Patton to slow him down. Uh, he could definitely have a huge upside. Jared Allen yeah. um, had a great stretch when uh, Andre Drummond was pretty much uh, put aside uh, until the trading block. And then the last three games has been disappointing. Now, our team's kind of like uh, figuring him out in this new role. Uh, you really want him to get double-digit shot attempts because the more likely you're not, he's going to go like 10 of 12 from the field because they're all put-back dunks of some sort. <laughs> he doesn't really get to the line much, uh, and obviously you want the rebounds and blocks to get there, which haven't been the case the last three games. So, I mean, Jared Allen's an exceptional shot blocker, as we've seen uh, so far in his career. Yaka Pertl, uh Don't. played 32 minutes no. last time. No, I think uh, no. I'd have some interest because they're going to no. need his uh, need his body against no. uh, Jonas Valanciunas. No, thirty the most meaningless thirty two minutes I've ever seen in my entire life. Just no, just just say no. Okay, continue. And uh, I think uh, Miles Turner at the same price tag. I'd prefer Turner to Pirtle, um against this Lakers team, who will not have Marcus All. And I will have interest in Montrez Harrell for that That's reason. my guy. A uh, ton of minutes uh, that are going to be available. And hopefully he gets it going. Uh, it's one of the worst off-season uh, off signings, in my opinion, of this Lakers-Harrell signing. Uh, I was not a fan when they first did it. It, did, it didn't make a ton of sense for me. Uh, so at 6K, they probably want to get some confidence and maybe him and LeBron get some sort of two-man game going because it hasn't been there all season long. Yep, I'm right there with you. It was it was strange. It's very strange uh, being somebody who moved out here, and I couldn't afford to go to Lakers games, so I went to a ton of Clippers games, and it was fun to watch Harrell. Uh, he's not the same kind of guy that he was before, but that being said, uh, he did play 33 minutes against Sacramento last time out. I expect him to garner quite a bit of ownership still tomorrow. Uh, on FanDuel, 6K, maybe he gets a little bit different, but Kelly Olynyk's still down there at 4,500, so it's going to be hard. If I'm going to go down to that bottom end, you've got him, and then Dwight Howard's 4,800 if uh, MB doesn't go. We saw Tony Bradley start tonight. Um, you could still go back that direction as one Rin Pack did. He's very sharp. You should listen to him, uh, but Dwight Howard, 4,800, even if he doesn't start, would be viable in a lot of ways against Washington. Anybody else to round out the position? Over there in DK, uh, looking at some of the price tags right now, uh, no Adebayo. I'll have interest in uh, Olenek uh, over there. Uh, as Even at 5,700, the Chicago front court is really just not that good. And Olenek is balling out, man. This guy has, the last t- couple games, has played mid- north of mid-30s minutes. Him and Jimmy Butler are kind of carrying this team right now. So 
Kelly Olenek, uh, elevated price tag. I'll have some interest. I expect his ownership to be quite low. And uh, that's uh, one guy that I think uh, we could have considered. And that's really it. Um, center, it's Jokic, and if Embiid plays. But, man, it is a tough, tough center position for a, even a seven-game slate. And not Jakob Podol. Guys, uh, any, anything else you want to say before we, uh, before we get out of here today? Yeah, definitely check out that Shamrock promotion uh, as we round out this uh, first week of the second half. Uh, hopefully you guys are going to have some Mark K performances lined up to sleep for you guys. So definitely check out that promotion. Uh, golf is in full swing. Lots of showdown golf. Some huge, huge showdown golf prizes. I know Eric, uh, for those who don't know, Eric is a borderline professional golfer. He is very, very good at golf. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely going to see some Eric do some golf content in the near future for sure. Real, real life golfer. Uh, let it be known. Uh, not just, not just the DFS streets where, you know, I get uh, Harris English, my 25% Harris English that got a zero as he withdrew before the tournament today. Oh God. Anywho guys, this was another awesome week. Mark, again, congratulations to you, my guy. Uh, way to, way to take it down. Ray coming back from the all-star break too. So, so cool. Uh, it, it could be one of us next. Uh, hopefully me, uh, but you know, probably going to be a pack. Let's be serious guys. We'll see you again next week. Take it easy. Yeah.